0: hey ruthie how's it like owning a dog
1: well i haven't actually owned a dog in several years but you know what was one of the most frustrating parts of owning a dog
0: i i don't know i've never have had a dog
1: so my mom's dog he was a super picky eater like we'd give him wet food and he'd only eat like a couple of licks and then he'd go for whatever was it on our plates Ew. luckily he's a small dog so it wasn't like a marmaduke situation
0: <laughs> oh yeah that. That's definitely helpful, but have you heard about Nom Nom?
1: Well funny, I may have, but tell me more.
0: Nom Nom is fresh food made with whole ingredients, and it's actually backed by veterinary science. Fresh really means fresh at Nom Nom because you can actually see with your eyeballs what your dog is shoving down its throat. For example, you can actually see the proteins and vegetables. Like beef, chicken, pork, peas, carrots, kale, and more.
1: Jeez, that dog's gonna eat better than I do.
0: Yes, I mean, don't you want your dog to always be eat better than you do? I'm out here eating McDonald's like on a daily basis, which is not what I want to feed my dog if I had a dog.
2: And the funny thing is, I actually know how Nom Nom works. You tell them about Wait, your who pup. who are you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: tell
2: them about your pup. The age, the breed, the weight, allergies, and even its protein preferences. And they'll tailor a specific amount of individually packaged Nom Nom meals and send them straight to you. And then you can just store the meals in the freezer or fridge until mealtime. And they give you specific instructions on how to transition your dog from foods like kibble to always fresh Nom Nom for best results. You can watch your dog clean their dishes, dance for dinner, and just overall thrive.
1: Isn't it time to feel good about the food you're feeding your dog? You go to www nom nom now all swish together dot com slash reshoot or use code reshoot at checkout and get 50 percent off your first order plus free shipping plus nom nom comes with a money back guarantee that means if your dog doesn't love fresh delicious meals nom nom will refund your first order no fillers no nonsense just nom 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 Nailed it. first try
2: all right now on to the show so you know I really, really, really like
0: the space cowboy shit, you know, like Firefly, like Cowboy Bebop, kind of the expanse, like dark Matter, like all that shit. and then and then and then these people fucking do it and they treat it so fucking horribly that we're never gonna get another one again. We're just gonna get more stars, bullshit. Why can't they just get it right? I'm like I have a story in my head. And I'm not even a writer. And it's 10 times better than this goddamn awful bullshit. And I don't write shit. Like, I don't know how you can get Space Cowboys this fucking wrong. Zack Snyder, go back to doing 300 movies, please. Nobody needs to see
2: has a, He this has a awesome gay one fucking... planned. A gay 300? A gay 300. He had yeah. a.
1: Yeah, he got three hundred. Historically, is already gay, guys.
2: No, 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 I know, but he had one that was legitimately planned as a gay romance. Welcome to reshoot, amateurs in no suits. Too many movies to explore. Ruthie, actor, and Ed, laughter till the end. Let's see something we've never done before.
0: Yeah, but okay.
2: Yeah. Welcome to reshoot, everyone. Welcome to An reshoot. Amateur's guide we to gooder films. Discuss where we
1: choose, things. Where we take
2: we discuss movies that are good, bad, somewhere in between, and we make them have gay. snow. we fix them. Yes, is
1: there a difference? <laughs> <laughs> Happy Pride in January. This
0: one, this one, so you know, has a good, bad, or somewhere in between. This one squarely fits in the bad. Oh, dude, going to squ- say that right now.
1: I, yeah. I, I,
2: this is almost like, oh, man, I, I, this could have been good. It could have been there. so good. It
1: could have been good. The the pieces no, it, are it, there.
0: It, yeah, it had it had the nice little, your nice little hoagie, your nice little salami, your nice little pepperoni, your tomato, your lettuce, your pepperoncini, your oil and vinegar, and then they shit shit in it. <laughs> a, a, just a large turd right there in the hoagie, and they wrap yeah. it up and serve it to you. That's Robo Moon.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it's
1: it's nasty. <laughs> <sighs> Jesus
2: Christ. So, I'm hello, d-
1: I am your host, amateur Greek historian, Ruthie, Ruthie,
2: I am your host, a really disappointing uh, Asian stereotype, R- Hector,
0: I'm your host, Dario Harris, wait, which one? Ed. <laughs> from which episode? <laughs> from from which season. Yeah.
2: Mm-mm. Which Dario? <laughs> so yeah. Who's uh, to say? Let me look up the plot because I need to. It's fucking... not you, it's Ed. Oh, it's Ed. It's Ed's turn. Oh god <laughs> I'm not prepared. Do you want <sighs>
0: uh No, it's his turn, up. he can do it. Okay. Rebel Moon. Uh so <laughs> Should I just read the
2: Wikipedia article verbatim? That might be long. <laughs> That's long. Just what? give a short plot summary. Like, Yes, people... I will
0: give it as short as a plot summary as my memory serves, because I did watch this like two weeks ago.
1: I will say, audience, uh, just imagine New Hope, but bad. But everyone's but, stupid no, no, it's, or it's, an it's asshole.
0: Re- it's really bad compared to New Hope. Alright, so the movie starts off with a girl plowing fields yes on a on a moon that's like a moon of a planet that looks like saturn as a ring anyways whatever she's plowing fields moves a rock i don't know why that scene was there um <laughs> and then uh it, this is like what, what did i say she she was like oh no you always weren't there no shit. she's She's discount somebody. I forget. I forget. Like, and no offense to the actress. She did great. It's just she looks like somebody else. I can't remember who right now. And then uh, the, the I, I don't know the character's names. Uh, uh the, Gunner. Gunner walks up and like starts talking to her. And Gunner is basically discount uh, Dia Luna. And then uh, the guy from Upgrade is discount Tom Hardy. Anyways. I'm gonna get off that. of um, goes up to her. They talk. I don't know what the hell is going on. They go back to the t- town. Uh, you get to meet the town leader, who's a super cool, swell dude, um, and a little girl. Also, well, not a little girl, like a 18 year old girl, 17 year old. I don't know, 16. Yeah, like somewhere in there.
1: Yeah, like a teenage Older girl. Teens.
0: Older teens, yeah. And then a big uh, frigate shows up. Uh, they can see it
2: in the stratosphere. Keep in mind, everyone, this movie was pitched as a Star Wars film by Zack Snyder.
1: Yeah. Also, they were talking it in rhymes. the field about plowing, and then in the village hut, when they were, like, celebrating, the village t- chief was talking about the other kind of plowing. Ah, uh, yes. They, uh-huh. they were, they were I am like,
0: like half-vikings.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And they're, like... Make make sure to fuck tonight, basically, for some reason. I don't remember what they were saying. Yeah, it was what a, was a fertility again?
1: festival where they have a lot of oh, sex. Yes.
0: Why don't we have one of those? Anyways. <laughs> as a podcast or <laughs> No, 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 just like as a as a thing. <laughs> I know I'm joking. Um anyways. Frigate shows up, Dropship comes down with uh the noble, also known as Dario Naharis. You know who but else is Dariana Harris?
1: Noble. His, his name is Atticus Noble.
0: Atticus Noble. Who is Dariana Harris? You know who else is See, also Dariana Harris? Gunner is also Dariana Harris.
1: That that's the gag.
0: That's the gag. It's okay,
1: everyone. You can leave now. Gag done. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Just just stop listening right now. That was the best thing that I learned about this movie. Is <laughs> I, I totally forgot that the other guy uh, the the uh, what if. Noble. What I'm gonna call him Noble. All right, that's all I remember. Noble. That's fine.
1: Yeah, I'm just. You said he's the noble, but his. He, I, his I don't his know if he's like a noble, noble. class. Yeah. His name is his Atticus noble.
0: noble. Anyways, Noble played Darn Harris in season three, and then Gunner, uh, what's his name? Something seeks. I forget his name. And then, uh, Mitchell, Methial. I forget his name. Also, Gunner played. It's sweet. Darn you Harris think I remember four, five, names like that? Uh, yeah, I know. I'm just trying to give credit to the actors. I I don't remember. I only know one other actor name in this movie.
1: Anyways, nailed it.
0: I only remember one. Uh, uh, noble comes down with some troops. One of them is General Zod. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> casting in this movie. Um, <laughs>
1: it's all over the place.
0: Yes. Uh and the nobles like or noble is like, All right, you guys, we need your grain and shit, you will like Darren Harris already sold it to me, old Darna Harris. <laughs> like last year, some of the grain. Well,
1: We're he's need- playing
0: coy about it at first. It's like, yeah. Oh,
1: I'll I'll pay you like three times the amount, how much can you spare? And then Sindri's like I, I I don't know. I I don't I don't know. Let me let me check. Yeah, yeah.
0: They they they're like like they play coy and then dario the uh, gunner's like i'm yeah we we have surplus and he ruins everything and then uh because the chieftain was kind of like being coy and straight up lying to him about it and then gunner like called him out on it accidentally or not even accidentally just because the uh, noble said that they were going to give him a lot of money Three times
1: the market price. Yeah,
0: three times the market price, and then Noble kills the leader, and... <sighs> and, uh, yeah, that happens. And then he's like, I'm gonna want all of it. Uh, basically enough where they're just gonna starve the, the townspeople. 10,000 like
1: bushels out of 12,000.
0: Yeah. Um, also, this is like a... What, 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 it's like a 16th century looking... No, even before that, like 14th century, kind of like village, kind of looking thing, right?
1: Yeah, it's definitely it's like, like a it looks Viking-y... like Game of Thrones. Basically,
2: they're basically <laughs> uh, they're like space Amish,
0: Viking well, space not, not, Amish. Not, they're, they're like Viking. They're like Viking space
2: Vikings, but like that's just the Amish. vibe. They're not they're actually like Vikings. They're Vinland yes. Saga like vi- peaceful Vikings in space.
0: Yeah, literally, space sold from late half
2: Vinland Saga without the okay. pillaging
0: and such. So Vinland um, Saga second half. Yes, shut up. Um, <laughs> wow, this is taking already much longer than I wanted it to take. I don't want to dwell on this. Anyways, continuing on. Uh, main lady, I forget her name. Cora. Cora. Legend she's the main character. You gotta
2: deal with it. Um.
0: Yeah. Uh, she's <laughs> really a got typical, it. brooding, uh, dark past, mysterious past. You know. Main character. She wants to get up and leave. Uh, But... As she's getting ready to leave the town and just, you know, leave them to her own devices, because she showed up there like two years prior. Uh, Yeah. She sees that the soldiers that showed up uh, are taking a girl and uh, they're going to do things that are without consent. Anyways.
1: Bad. Bad things. Terrible unspeakable things.
0: And she kind of shows up, and then you got some cool three hundred fight sequences with slow mo, where Korra shows up and is actually a huge badass uh, that comes in later. Um, and then, oh yeah, the 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 soldiers also brought a like little AI robot. They're part he's of the. He's not clan little.
1: The- he's about the, their size, but yeah, he's like a pat. He's earlier in the movie. There's a scene with him and the girl. Her name is Sam, and he explains mm-hmm. to her that there was a princess, and all the AI robots absolutely loved this princess, and when the princess she died- She basically
0: they- the avatar of the Omnissiah.
1: Yeah. And when she died, <laughs> uh, they decided to stop, put down their fighting. weapons. Yeah, yeah, they just they gave put up. down their weapons and stopped fighting. So they're yeah. not- No, they're just like literally the
0: Admech in 40k, ex- minus the murdering and uh, stuff, and yeah, anyways. <laughs> uh- he shows up and uh, Zod has the girl and he's like, has in the hostage chokehold with to her head. And Robot like picks up a gun, looks like, like just like, you know, like not, not even like holding it like a gun. Just like he like kind of grabs it and he's holding it like flat in his hands. And he like looks over at General Zod and just like fires it. And this, as he's just like has, is holding this gun like a platter, like a plate with two yeah. hands and just like shoots him like that. And I'm like, okay, that was pretty cool. Um,
2: and then, uh,
1: we never see the robot again. <laughs> we do well,
2: um, later, but one more time. He yeah, also, he has,
1: he has a flower crown. The
0: the girl makes him a flower crown. It's adorable. I love the robot. Uh, and we Jimmy. don't see him yeah. again <laughs> until the end. <laughs> and then to... he's
1: got an antler crown. Yeah, which no is explanation. Super
0: cool. Uh, he's becoming a dru- a Warforged druid, basically. And I love it. I, I love, love this it. for him. <laughs> um i I forget exactly the order of these things happening but at some point i don't know if it's uh gunner or the village chief that talks to her about the blood axes uh that they can help since they're rebels against
1: the imperium it's gunner because he's he sells grain to them Sindri uh, yes. made a comment to it, yes, yes, to yes, Gunner, because Gunner's and, playing the field. And then
0: and then she she leaves by herself to look for the Blood Axe? No, Gunner comes with
1: her because Gunner has the contact in Providence who can yeah, contact the Blood Yeah, but she, le- she
0: leaves alone
2: first. No, she doesn't. Gunner goes with her. Oh, Gunner, Gunner goes, I, thought, I thought
0: she was camping and then Gunner shows up.
2: No. No, Gunner,
1: like, went off to pee or something and then he comes sits down and she gives tragic oh, yeah, not
0: doesn't Cora trauma dump, like, right then and there?
1: Yeah. Uh, Good yeah. trauma, sure, yeah. Half.
0: She trauma... Yeah, so Cora trauma drums on Gunnar about her past, how she was a... a, a, a just, she was a little girl, and uh the, the big bad... The big, big bad, not Noble, the other big bad, I forget his name, Uh, is the Admiral something? Oh, yeah, it's Belisarius Call. Belisarius It's not Call, it's Belisarius... The call is, called, is a character in 40k. <laughs> just,
1: just, yeah, it's like all the shitty parts of Star Wars in 40k. The <laughs> There's
0: That's also this oh, movie. The, uh, the general also he, his name is also a name from 40k, a Primarch.
1: Oh, uh, Titus.
0: Yeah, Titus is a character in 40k, not a Primarch, a space marine. Anyways. <sighs> A court on gunner telling her how oh, she was a kid that was kidnapped by Belisarius, All oh, kind of kidnapped by Belisarius? No, kidnapped. Kidnapped by Belisarius?
1: Well, um, yeah, like, her planet got genocided, and as a part of the genocide, she was adopted by Belisarius and yeah, trained after, to be...
0: After Belisarius gave her an unloaded gun and thought, and, and she pulled the trigger on him, she's like, oh, she's a killer. That's why, she, that's why he kidnapped her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was a, uh, you know, giga brainwashed because that's what they do, uh, and she was a basically a commissar
2: from forty k. Yep. Like I was say, this whole this whole segment feels forty k, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, she it,
0: looks like a freaking commissar. From
2: I don't 40K. know what that is. I assume that's a human faction. Yeah, it's, I just it's, like the orcs.
0: Ha, paint it red makes it go faster. Yes, don't get. Um, but yeah, she looks like a commissar. And uh, all that she was missing was a chainsword. Um That's an easy fix, because she has the haircut for it too, and the outfit. And she was a co- kind of like that, and super good fighter, whatever commander. And then she's also like the bodyguard of the princess,
2: uh, who can bring back, who can resurrect people.
1: She has the force, but not really
2: an animal. She resurrected
1: whoa well, that a we saw. Bird. She resurrected an animal,
0: a bird.
2: But yeah, she has powers, and then she dies. Yeah. She can save others, really but not 40K, herself. Which
0: is really 40k, because 40k is from fantasy elements. Anyways. She's a psyker. Um, <laughs> or she was supposed to be a Jedi. I don't... That's not how the Force works. Um,
2: <laughs> I'm not going to Old Republic lore.
0: I'm not going to Old Republic lore. Don't go to Old Republic lore. Um, it's it's not canon, it's Legends Half okay, trauma dump over, basically, for the, that part. she And she, after the lady dies, she, like, leaves for some reason. I forget exactly why. doesn't really matter. She becomes a rebel-ish. Or just a runaway. It's Anyways.
1: low-key implied that uh, she was blamed for Issa's death during the assassination, where the king, the queen, and the princess died on the mm-hmm. day of Issa's coronation.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she was her personal bodyguard, so yeah, yeah, uh, makes sense. Then they go to literally, basically, Mos Eisley, the most rich, wretched hive of scum and villainy on this side of the galaxy, uh, on their planet. It's they, basically Mos Eisley. They go to a bar. The bar, the bar robot's pretty cool. Uh, same thing that happens in Star Wars. Some alien picks a fight with her and yeah, Aria. but the way he
2: picks a fight's <sighs> disgusting to me. Sorry, yeah, it's they're, stupid. Oh yeah, he tries, gay he tries representation. to gay buy- he
0: tries to buy a Gunner, Gunner as a slave for things. Uh, he thinks that that Cora is the owner of Gunner, which is weird. It's so slavery's king. a thing.
2: That's how we learn about it. Yep.
0: Um, and then they get into a fight, and there was a there was a blonde dude that was like eyeing them. There's also a Kai. parasite life form that's really cool.
2: Yeah. yeah, the parasite was cool. They
0: get into a fight shoot everybody and then a the blonde dude saves coral's life by uh shooting the guy behind her as he got up she thought he was done he did it was not and then shoots him and he's like hey it's charlie Hunnam. Hun- um, what's up bruh and he's a pilot he has a ship he's a smuggler
2: he's another pilot this time just not a robot and so it's a ship yeah and it's it's han solo but not pacific Rim. yeah i know it's just
0: yeah, Charlie Hunnam. He's, I like yeah. him. He's a good actor.
1: I wasn't vibing with his accent. He was
2: completely wasted in this film. Anyway.
0: Oh, no. Everybody was wasted in this film except for, literally, Cora and Noble. No. Everyone was wasted in this film except for Noble and Gunner. Literally. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Am I the only one who didn't vibe with, his, the, uh, with Kai's he accent? Talked like, he talked
0: like, four lines. I don't remember his accent.
1: It was. I was fine Wait, with it. He told. He spoke with one inflection. It like was it- just always.
2: Oh yeah.
1: No, it was like it's always like it whenever he an-
0: ended a sentence, it didn't sound like he ended a sentence. That's that's right. Yes. Because yes, it was like
1: uh, like a Scottish or like a Northern English accent.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like
1: way overemphasized. It was not mm-hmm, my vibe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And it, the thing is, he is, I think, Scottish or Irish. Charlie Hunnam. So it British.
1: It felt yeah, like he was I, overdoing it. I think someone put yeah, him up in he, that one. Yeah,
0: he's bad direction. Zack Snyder. Um I think I'm not I'm not sure if he's from England area. Maybe British. he's Spanish. he's British. British, okay.
2: I <clears> watched his Pacific Rim interviews.
0: Anyways, they get on a ship and for some reason they land on a planet where they are trying to pick up this Tarzan looking dude who uh is like working his debts off or his crime off as a blacksmith mm-hmm. and then they tell him to like tame this griffin looking thing and i'm like why didn't they just like do this
2: before no no you the forget that they they up? were like you forget they were just like hey can you uh if Let's make a bet. If he doesn't tame it, then you're all slaves, and you're like,
1: yeah, sure, whatever. Like, Also, he's, like, he's native-coated. He's, like, long hair, yeah. the, the right skin Arzheimer tone. Yeah, but they make the native guy the guy who can talk tame to animals. A, tame,
0: a, tame a griffin. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a, the griffin taming scene, which is kind of very, uh, It's It's How to Train you Your off, Dragon. He-
1: it's it's uh, how to turn dream, your dragon. It's dream, also dream the scene, the, the hip, hip, hippogriff taming scene from Harry Potter. It's Avatar. It's every like dangerous creature. It's like a horse girl movie as well. Just kind of sprinkle there. Don't
2: forget the fact that he's when he they're going. He's going in slow mo when he's running and to mm. get jump on the hippogriff or whatever it's called one more time. Mm, but then so, as he like jumps, it slows down again. So it's double slow mo. Yeah. Fuck this movie. <laughs>
0: 300.
2: Yeah, so 300
0: he, does, he does... He does The griffin taming scene, he jumps on the griffin, whatever, they go back down, griffin kills the bad guy. Dude. Because they they think it works like a horse. Apparently it doesn't work like a horse. Um, how Who would have thought horses? a creature with
1: beacon claws would not behave like a horse?
0: Mm-hmm. And feathers. Um, and then they get back on the ship, and then they go to a different planet, where they meet this uh Jedi lady? Or do they pick up Titus first? No, I don't, no, they I get, I they get Nemesis.
1: They get Nemesis first.
0: Yeah, I don't think it matters, but yeah, whose whole thing is honor. Jedi, lady, keep in mind basically. she's a played by an Asian lady. She's the only oh, Asian in the and, film. And this is this is the one that literally looks more. This one looks like an Inquisitor from 40k. She looks literally like an Inquisitor. Um,
1: <laughs> she also thought, looks like a an a, an Inquisitor from. Fucking. Kingdom? Jedi Survivor.
2: Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she does look like a. Yeah, she, she her hat gave me Kingdom
0: her. vibes.
1: Uh, weren't and there
0: some I, like I, I don't know how they found out about Nemesis or anything. Kai. What? Kai, Kai? Kai
1: brought them to.
0: Kai's the Tarzan.
1: No, that's Kai.
2: Kai is Charlie. Charlie, Charlie Hunnam. That's yeah. right. It's Kai.
0: Hi. Turok. Turok, Turok. Um. <laughs> i can't stop making fun of this this movie oh my back um so they go to this planet to find nemesis inquisitor looking lady uh she's like honor her stuff whatever uh she fights a really cool spider lady that had a some sprinkles of very good like base and then wasted uh spider uh, lady lost her hatchlings She seems to be a native of the planet that's now very uh, cyberpunk uh blade runner looking shit yeah and uh nemesis kills her after she had uh stolen a baby because she lost her babies
1: well uh Sprinkle it wasn't a baby this be. is like a was it was like a child but yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah but still like you know she's grieving for her babies and steals a baby they had some good things there but they wasted it like everything else in this movie so they pick up nemesis and then they go to uh basically uh if you guys have ever heard of the show spartacus they just go to spartacus the planet and they pick up titus who was a character in the show spartacus where he was a gladiator and what is he in this movie a gladiator and what and oh, yeah. what what facial, uh, facial hairstyle does he choose to go with after they you know pick him up when he's scruffy? His Spartacus facial hairstyle.
1: And when he was scruffy, they gave him the Viking, the same kind of style Viking beard that yeah. Sindri had yeah. before he got and and, and then he cleaned up death. and then
0: he looks like he was in Spartacus, hasn't aged in 15, 20 years, so whatever. I wish I could do that. Um... So they become Titus and then they're like, uh, there's this planet. I forget the name, Bloodaxes is there. Let's go meet them up. Beat them up. Or just try to get them there. They go to this planet. Uh oh, during all this time, Noble has uh also picked up that bloodaxes are on that planet, are probably gonna go to that planet. They go to the planet, uh our, our crew goes to the planet first, blood axes show up, they talk to the blood axes, blood axe uh, are led by the twins or brother sister combo brother chooses to join with our crew along with a couple other rebel blood axes i think they're all called blood axes i don't know yeah um and then when they get on the ship uh kai's like the charlie Hunnam's like hey i gotta drop off some smuggled shit don't open the boxes um (laughs) so they go to this like trading outpost hidden smuggling post and uh Kai's like, yeah, I got you, got it you here. Just you know, take box each. Just drop them over here, and then the boxes open up, and they're like these little little uh, like creature or person holding devices that we saw earlier with Noble. Doesn't matter. Uh, uh, Kai, they are
1: kind of like scorpions, and then they uh, para- also.
2: they paralyze you, and sp-
0: yeah,
1: they, they grab yeah. you.
0: They grab you, um, and then uh, jo- yeah. So Kai double crossed them. Was gonna sell them because. Nemesis high bounty. Turok is a prince. High bounty. Korra, deserter, high bounty. Titus. Very good also. High bounty. Gunner. Nothing. <laughs> Gunner's nobody. <laughs> Woo! Um and because Gunner's nobody, Kai's like, all right, you gotta you gotta put this little 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 uh it's basically like a cattle gun that goes in the back of their little thing that captures them and it, like, paralyzes them.
3: Like, and then eventually fighting. can
0: kill them. Yes. Also, this gun thing is also the key to unlock it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he double crossed them, Noble shows up. Uh, Gunner, or Kai tries to get Gunner to kill them. He just releases them all, basically. Uh, Bloodaxe dude does one of the stupidest things I've ever seen in my life, and then he dies. I don't know why- he didn't have to jump up there, is all I'm saying.
1: Well, no, here's the series of events. He sees this, uh, like, little side thing on the King's Gaze, the ship- that's got little guns attached to it. It kind of looks like a male angler fish, right? So he th- he makes the sensible decision of run off the platform, jump for a really long time, stab into it, and hope he kills the gu- the gunner inside. He does. Yeah. And apparently no, that gunner no, no, was no, flying no. the- ad- I, Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. He jumps. He stabs the gunner. Apparently the gunner was also driving the whole fucking ship, because after that the ship crashes. Yeah, I
2: was the one who called that out. Wait, You're like, but oh. wait,
1: hold up hold up the gunner is actually a cool dude because
0: he goes up there and stabs into it and the gunner dodges the initial stab mm-hmm. he dodges the initial stab and then shoots him um <laughs> yeah he was also driving the ship it's like a, it's like a little like i'd say it's a, a little like a drop ship
1: kind of looking thing
0: Anyways. It's the whole thing, though. It's the entire. No, it's it's it's
2: it. It is not the frigate. It is not the. It is the, the entire ship. frigate. It's
1: attached to the frigate. They it's flat out n-
2: said, "Wow, we took down the frigate, you guys. That's a big loss for them." That yeah. was In the end of the movie, yeah. Wait, that's that's, how- that's the noble's like gigantic.
0: Entire- yeah. yes. Yes. Once King's that band.
1: once that part of the ship is is shot, once that gunner is gone, that's when the ship crashes down. No, onto but the, the ship, planet. the
0: ship. No, no, the, that wasn't. No, hold up. The the frigate that the noble has that has a king's name gaze. is enormous. Yes! thing was
2: nowhere near that big. It's it was king's attached hand. to the ship. They flat out mention at the end, wow, I can't believe we took down the king's hand. Which You're is the frigate. Me. I'm, I'm not. not kidding me. No. We watched
1: it two nights ago.
0: Oh Lord, I thought I thought it was a dropship this whole no. time. I didn't know it was no. like the, the whatever gays bullshit. No, this movie's fucking stupid. Oh my Lord! So they take it down, and then Cora and uh, Noble have at it, fist fight. Cora kind of kills the Noble,
2: but not really.
1: What, what 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 does she do with him? Does she kick him off the thing? Did the she kick him off the thing. She beats him with his femur stick.
2: Which is also secretly the uh, a lightsaber.
1: Yeah, but... Uh, in one scene only. Only in the one scene. And then
2: he, mm-hmm. when he's fighting... It's a
1: one-use her, magic item.
2: Because as mm-hmm. soon as he like goes to the fighter, he's only using the femur. It's like, they ran out of EFX money, or they were like, wait, we can't do a lightsaber. Don't mm-hmm. know. But we forgot they to break the thing stab- And he
0: stabs her. See, she stabs him with it. And then Twice. kicks him off the buoy. Woo, victory. Yeah. And then they fly back to their little Viking planet, because that was the whole point to get... Forces there to defend them once the king's gaze gear, but I guess the king's gaze is done for. Uh we see a robot with uh antler horns.
2: Oh and don't forget and then that we, the cut, king can we cut to the
0: noble. We cut to the noble, who goes literally to back the tank, gets healed and shocked several times, and then he goes uh talks to uh Belisarius call. Through an astral plane. Through yeah, through like uh it's like a brain. The dance. Force. Um <laughs> Yeah, through the astral plane, they're psychers, I don't know, and it, I, I don't remember what Balasari said. I don't know what, what Balasari said to him, but like, get my daughter back or something, I don't know. Something like that. Movie ends. It's horrible.
2: Yeah. I I, I am ready to rage.
0: Episode Zar is I. It's up to you. Episode Czar says, I have talked enough. Here's the order that's going to be... Hector. Ruthie. Then Hector again. <laughs> <laughs> then me twice. Then Ruthie four times. And then it ends.
2: <laughs> Perfect. I love Hector that. Ruthie
0: me. That's the that's the
2: Okay. Things I discovered when looking up info about the movie. Everyone knows about the Snyder cut that's gonna be coming out sometime soon he says it gets real weird in the extended edition it's an hour long i don't know how much you can fucking cram in an hour probably, it's also more so, probably I was, god damn it you beat me up. <laughs> isn't, isn't,
1: isn't it two hours
2: no it's one hour added
1: yeah, one additional hour and it's already uh oh, yeah, two hour
2: movie. An
0: hour. okay
2: yes so three hours there's Let's a lot go. of sex so remember that she ends up she did have sex because there's also a book that's out and it's based off of the extended edition
0: well, Wait,
2: what are you talking about? Sorry, I'm, the i, 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 I so Rebel Moon watched. is Rubble Moon is a novel book. of ne- yes, there's a no- Rebel Moon book that came out recently, and it's actually based off of the. It's basically some guy transcribing the extended edition.
1: Wait, is the did the book come first or did the movie come first?
2: Well, it's the same. Th- it's around the same time, but the movie, the extended edition is not out yet. But you can read it already in which, book form. Yeah,
0: okay. they're gonna release this this Snyder cut on Netflix later.
2: Yes, which is 100. I, I have thoughts on that, so. Maybe feeling. Which is rated R also. Yes. So there's a lot of more sex scenes. So nice. like here's some other titties? stuff. Huh? What? Titties? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Robot titties. Jimmy, come on, go break up on the plate. So it seems that the soldier who was good and protected Jimmy the robot and what's her name? Rose? Sam. Sam had more backstory. Like according to what I read from a screenwriter article, he's nobility and there's plans for him to be in the sequel.
1: He's in, in the book, in the extended version, he's actually Noble's son. He's not Noble's son? He's Atticus Noble's son. You and I keep arguing about this. In the Reddit thread you sent me, it said he's Atticus Noble's son. He had the same situation as Korra where uh, Noble picked him up off a, gen- a genocided planet and raised him as his own.
0: The, the the kid soldier?
1: Yeah. The one who's got a crush on Sam. The one who helped Korra. Yeah. That's
0: I'd, such a good That totally, Why totally wasn't he f- in the group? Yeah, literally. When when I was watching it with my friends, with other friends, uh, we literally all th- all said, "All right, Korra and Gunner out. Kid Soldier's gonna go and follow them." Doesn't happen.
2: So he has plans to make three more sequels, and I am not fucking sure two. if part two it's is one of them. It's a trilogy. Okay.
0: Confirm it's a trilogy. trilogy?
2: Well, mm-hmm. let me Confirm get this straight. So it's a trilogy. Some comics. A podcast, and I remember when they announced the first trailer was shown in a Jeff Keeley game event during the summer, the summer of games event. He said he plans to also make it a video game. So, knock it off, Zach.
0: Knock it off. Who knows? It could it could become a franchise if you know. It
2: he's trying. He's,
1: he's force feeding it to become a franchise.
2: His Snyder cut. Fa- his Snyder. Yeah, cut but that's like, that's like that
0: every that's like shit. what every studio is doing now. Is like trying to make a franchise. Yeah, they they like trying.
1: Yeah, they they're forcing it.
2: Mm-hmm. No AP. I'm I'm all for it, but like, it, not it's Snyder. Better. My my honest thoughts: the Wachowskis could do this better than Snyder could.
0: Uh the Matrix Sister,
2: sisters, w- women. Yes, yes. Yeah, give them the keys to Rebel Moon. They will make it so much better.
1: I mean, they they. They did pretty good with Jupiter. 7, exactly.
2: Right? That's what that was my base. Thank you. That was my basis for it. I. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I know. I know.
0: Eddie Redmayne having Redmay it up is the. Best. I, I know.
2: Zero I know. gravity
1: make out orgy.
2: Let's go. <laughs> Better well, than the fucking hentai scene we got in oh the yeah, film. That was oh nasty.
3: yeah. Oh
0: uh, yeah. Apparently, I I also read that in the extended extended version. That that is a lot more graphic.
2: It's also he's a also uh, noble is a bottom according yes according to the, uh, the squid thing.
0: alien thing is on top of him mm-hmm. anywho anywho
2: okay like for the snyder cut this is my my like my first like and i feel weird saying it now after what we just talked about the alien designs are cool <laughs> especially the alien who would could possess others
1: in the in the bar scene, yeah,
2: I was hoping that it was so much detail. I'm like, that's gonna be there longer, right? No, that's no. a waste of money. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, why can't he just like control Kai and then like him and Kai have a symbiotic relationship? Would have been cool. Would have been cool.
1: It would have been good if like Kai had been like injured in the fight and the alien was keeping him alive. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, Jimmy and uh Rose, you said Sam. Sam, I don't like you thinking Rose because you have flowers. Yeah. Storyline was so good. I'm like, I like, I told Ruthie, like, I love this shit. Like, the the trope of, like, a cold metal person feeling love and warmth for the first time or again. I know it's, I thousand percent know it's because of the Iron Giant, but just inject that shit into my veins, dude. It is such a good trope.
0: I bet he imprinted the visions that they have of Issa into Sam.
1: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm.
2: The little bits of Western we got in the saloon was kind of cool, and the set was kind of cool. Like the whole set was cool. That whole bit was cool. I wish we Produ- got more of that. Production
0: was design was good. Yes. I- yeah.
2: Yeah. Dislikes. There's Jesus Christ is a lot. uh I feel you. Why is there sexual assault in what's supposed to be a fucking Star Wars film? Not once, but twice. Like I'll give Snyder this uh, equal, uh, uh, opportunity. Uh, uh, equal opportunity. Equal opportunity, both. <laughs> bo- you know, but like at the same time, like you know what's missing with like with our with our not Luke, Leia, and Han. Just nasty stuff. Just God. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather have they, the incest they... actually be a thing in this one. Don't tempt. Oh, him. Okay. Don't yeah, tempt him. Princess, <laughs>
0: dude. Yeah, you know, you know, you know. In in my Star Wars ripoffs, there's two. Sexual assault scenes. Which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> My other dislikes. <laughs> the powers make no sense to me. I get miracles like the daughter. But there's an astral plane? How? How does this dude who had no mention of having powers previously have access to astral plane? Do you just get powers and become the king of the empire? Explain, no? Fuck you.
1: Like, also, uh, uh, Tarok can just speak to animals and he's like a human.
2: Okay, no, so that was actually explained in the book. Tarok and the animals are the in the movie, it's the same... still a fault in the no, movie. No, no, it, it's, it's hinted in the. You can see his necklace, barely, but it's the same animal. They're both from the same planet. It's fucking stupid that they cut that out.
1: I, I, it would be. There's better ways to communicate.
2: Exactly. That. No, it, it, you see that? This movie doesn't even. It all sh- sh- tell don't show, and what little you tell or show isn't enough.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Did, did, did we? I forgot to mention the movie starts off with an expo- exposition dump.
2: Yeah. No, it starts off with a portal opening that looked like a vagina, and then the yes, v- ship goes through. And then through. the vagina ship goes. Th-
0: the ship goes through
2: the vagina.
1: The yeah. king's gaze goes through the vagina.
2: <laughs> yes. It it's fucking ridiculous. Okay, the Should tech it- makes it no sense to me. The tech makes no sense to me also, in the second note, right? Like, ships and robots, sure, but a magical back-to-tank that can bring you back from extreme death and also send you to an astral plane. Also, like, I guess some people can plug into machines? Why isn't that more of a thing? If you can plug into machines, just lean into that. Why does Noble have a laser sword for one scene and then use the scabbard femur thing for the rest of the film? Is he stupid?! (laughs) I literally don't what? remember it being a lightsaber at any point. He
1: maybe. brings it out to kill to kill Fenrir's Fenrir? Sendri.
2: Sendri's wife, Astrid. Astrid's wife. Is her name really Astrid? Yeah. Like Hiccup and Astrid? Yeah. I know it's this maybe it's silly in that one, but anyway, yeah. Why I don't do we get the main all? character's backstory through exposition? Yes. Like <sighs> Nemesis was fine, because with her intro scene, it already accepts the idea of, like, what happened in her your head, of, like, what's her past. Yeah. What do you mean the guy writing Not Toothless is a prince? Just, what? I, this isn't in the actual book, in the actual movie! It's in the fucking book! Speaking, speaking of the fucking prince, fucking slow-mo and running to catch Toothless, and then when you jump, you go to super slow-mo! Snyder, stop! <laughs> Yeah, this isn't the early 2000s anymore. No, I don't think he even did it like that. I haven't seen 300, but I don't think he did... I never heard about no, double he, slow-mo. It, it,
0: there's a double slow-mo. There's a bunch of double slow-mo in
2: 300. Seriously, if you cut out the slow-mo... I like Snyder's slow-mo when he does it well, but at the same time, like you can cut a good 30 minutes of this film's runtime just by making it normal speed.
1: 30? Mm-hmm. I think 30's pretty...
2: 30 was the safe guess. <laughs> Yeah.
1: I was gonna say forty-five. So the no, only fights
2: the band, the thing. the band, the heroic band gets to between the saloon and the final fight is the spider lady. But not everyone fights in that. We don't get a little bit of teamwork. All that, all the people that fight are Gunner and Nemesis against the spider lady.
1: And Gunner doesn't even fight; he saves the. Kid.
2: Again, that's fine. But that's only two. What? <clears throat> Why did you include a coliseum if you aren't planning to use it? There's world building that's just fun and then there's world building that you spend a lot of money and time and energy to for fucking no reason it makes no goddamn sense agreed i'm sorry i don't know why i'm getting so emotional about this movie i maybe it's because i like Zack snyder at times I, i he's a i've heard he's a very good person to work with he's a good dude i get that but at the same fucking time like just it, Dawn I, of the I Dead. had such high hopes for this film. It looked interesting. Yeah. God. It huh? It did. This guy did yeah. Dawn of the Dead, the 2004 yeah. one or whatever. Fun fact: that was written by James Gunn. Oh so, fuck! He was one of the writers. I think <laughs> I, I heard. I haven't verified it, but I heard from someone James Gunn was one of the writers. Well, never. I
1: don't know. I like. I liked 300. 300's a lot of fun to watch. It's not like. <laughs> The actual yeah, story the, from Herodotus, that's only like you, a paragraph but, long, but it's a vibe. It's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah.
0: And, Snyder and like, does best whole, when he's whole, adapting The stuff whole well. story is just like, you know, it's set in, in the first 15 minutes, and then you just have like, you know, the, mm-hmm. the 300 wall. Yeah,
2: because I think that's how the comic so it went. Was, it, was it was 300 based off Spartans
0: and about a thousand
2: other soldiers.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's based off a comic. Again, if he based yeah, it off the, a specific comic... He does better like Watchmen. He he copies that one Sucker nearly pa- frame for frame.
1: Was Sucker Punch original or was Fully was based- Oh, original? Okay. I but I, 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 like I like
2: Sucker Punch. Punch, not a lot of people do.
3: Good.
0: It's so good. Uh but wait, he did Watchmen also, that's right.
2: Um he also adapted you, that one nearly frame for frame. Yeah. Oh
0: wow. You you think I would <laughs> I would uh something my masterstroke, my masterstroke with How does he I say? I already
2: released it 15 minutes ago. Yes.
0: You think I would reveal my master stroke with without making sure there was no way you could possibly stop it? It already happened 34 minutes ago.
2: It's Alan Moore, though. Alan Moore's a I good know, writer. I know, the comics. But honestly, Alan I Moore think...
1: also did 300, didn't
2: he? Nope. Oh. That's a different writer. It's, I think, I think uh, the movie he did does, Vendetta.
0: does it very well. Does Watchmen very well. It removes a lot of the silliness, which I like.
2: I like the silliness. Anyway. Who the
1: fuck is Steve Jobs?
2: <laughs> <laughs> fucking meme. Alright. Sorry. <laughs> There's a meme about like do you hear Steve Jobs died of Ligma? Who's Steve Jobs? And then and then the fucking <laughs> oh, yeah, dudes blast right. blast him away. <laughs> it's it's a legendary meme. Anyway, my last dislike. Why is the only gay person
1: Two? There's two gay people. Well, there's, like, two queer-coded people. It's the dog guy in the bar that tries to rape Gunner, and then there's uh, Noble, who's the bottom in the relationship with the tentacle monster. Oh,
2: there's also, like, the other chill people at the bar who are queer-coded, and that's fine.
1: Yeah, but they're background characters. They're background
2: characters. But yeah, like... it.
0: (sighs)
1: Does the parasite count as a queer-code? Well, it's the fact that uh, (laughs) Noble is, like, a bottom or being pegged. It's kind of like a... It's, it's and also player. he's a villain.
0: Because the parasite is attached to a, m- a male person. I
2: don't yeah, know. no, I got oh! it. I, was...
1: I thought you were talking about the, the tentacle monster. No,
0: no, the, the parasite in the bar. Does that
1: count as no. pretty good?
2: Uh, <laughs> if it does, then Spider-Man's very homoerotic in the symbiote <laughs> arcs. Uh, I mean...
1: <laughs> I mean <laughs> I've, I, I've heard about the black <laughs> Black
0: skin-tight suit? kind of gimpy
2: man spider-man 2 they were really right when they made that joke when the collector's edition involved 19 inches of venom uh for the there was a for those who don't get it there's a collector's edition of a statue of venom and someone and they literally called it 19 inches of venom and it, the, jo- it,
1: the jokes write themselves lovely audience you know,
2: people have had fun with that one for a while. Anyway, I have two big fixes. So I have two fixes. I'm fixing the story as is. And then I'm going to do like a complete rewrite bit. All right. So I'm going to start with my main fixes. Like just for the general fixes for both sides, for any bit, right? So give Korra one shot hand cannon. The big fuck off pistol is a hand cannon. One shot, it takes time to reload. She also uses the sword because she had a sword in the thing and she in in her past and she never brought it with her some people ha- get cybernetics to plug their brains into ships and turrets that way it makes sense when the ship goes down because the guy's brain overloaded the fucking machinery when he died and it just fucked up yes give farmer boy what's his name gunner gunner
1: give him give gunner the six six shooter cowboy
2: look you know the pistol the hat and the boots. Honestly, that fits more than a fucking suit and tie like fucking uh, noble wears.
1: He's the only person in the entire movie who wears a suit and tie, like a fifties era. Well, like a like a fifties forties era suit and tie. It along it, with the Nazi gear.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but again, suit and suit and tie just does not not in the space that someone was. Ta- I read this on Reddit, and I wish I remembered who. But someone was saying the reason. Star Wars worked is because it was based off a certain time and a certain art style. Everything was.
1: Oh, good. Okay. So my aesthetic's going to make a lot more sense.
2: So, <laughs> but this movie's borrowing from way too much and it's not being careful about, from what I saw, it's not being careful about doing. That's all I heard. So what my, my theory is not synergizing. They're not little elements that lead into each other. It's like going from MCR, from Black Parade to uh, Dog Days of Summer. Because there was supposed to be an interim album that was supposed to inter get people used to the new noise, and uh, they they scrapped it. So Oof. what they this is the equivalent of that. There is no anything to synergize the looks or the different locations. And uh, okay, here's my real fixes for the actual movie. You can cut between one of the blood only one blood axe in this movie. We don't have two. The sister thing was kind of.
1: I think she's going to come back in the same I
2: know way. she is, but it just felt kind of useless to me. So cut between well, only one blood axe. There's too many characters. One blood axe. You want to choose the long lost sister? Say the first sequel. And Cora. Give us a reason to believe in his cause and his rebellion. Because at that point, it's just like, you know, our cause, our rebellion. We're good people. We saved so many people. We don't fucking see any of it. I don't care. He dies. I don't care. There's nothing to care about. We are just told to care. I don't like that. Make me care, Snyder. How long ago? How long
0: was Bloodaxe with him before he died? About fifteen, like two scenes. Minutes? Yeah, yeah, two scenes. Yeah, yeah. Care about that guy. Change,
2: char, change Charlie. Ruth and I were talking about will be changed a little bit. We were, we noticed we we're getting close. So I want Charlie's K- character Kai to be a fancy nobleman who left his boring as shit life behind to go see this galaxy or universe i don't know which one it is right and he maybe he made a friend he has the little dude is he gonna be
1: a dandy like our flagman's death maybe is that kind of the vibe you're going for
2: maybe i know you were doing more of that but yeah i think he should he's just like you know has a little squid dude next to him who can communicate with others can kind of like help make like like you can't go through okay hey bud and then like the guy's like The little symbiote thing just (sniffs) latched on the other dude, makes the dude open, and then lets him go. It'd be... I don't know. It'd be funny. The Beast Tamer isn't removed from a stupid bet, so he secretly trained a few animals in the barn place that he works at to help him escape, and they just kill him. They kill the boss. (laughs) It's like little critters that can stay with him for the rest of the movie while they go to other planets. And most of the biggest is like a a wolf thing. I don't know if you really want to... But yeah, instead of Nemesis, so here's my issue with Nemesis. I have to go into detail about this. There is a big trope about that made sense with samurai movies, but doesn't make sense with anything else, where Americans are like, oh, there's an Asian character. They care about their honor. And like, look, I love, I love Zuko as much as everyone. Even they stopped touching on that stuff in the sequel show Korra, okay? Like, because they realize Shang-Chi, uh, what's his name? The main dude.
1: Oh, uh, Simulu. Simulu.
2: He said it was a big deal that they don't make honor a big thing in this movie. It's not mentioned once in shang Because it's a tired overused trope that just, it's a stereotype. It's annoying. What do they do with her? She talks about honor. Right? So here's what I'm going to do. I didn't do it. I, by the time I realized what I was doing, it was too late. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, t- say what you were originally meaning and then come tell so us the final part.
2: My one. original thing was, you ever seen a John Woo like, gunplay film? where well, they're, like, going through stuff, like, you're going under, like, they're jumping around with, like, guns akimbo, and, like, going under desks and shooting guns, it, it's it's badass, I haven't seen a John Woo movie, I've seen a few scenes, right, so what about, she's a, sam- she's a cyborg, right, so, like, just give her thrusters on her robot arms and robot legs, and she's just, like, super fast, like, uh, Warframe, like Warframe, just going down, shooting really fast, and like do a little flips and stuff, if maybe like just Warframe? warframes, warframes and example, ninjas? space ninjas, but not <laughs> not space ninja, but with guns, because it's so because yeah. everyone's using guns. And if you really want, if you really want, have like a little secret, like uh... from her wrist is like a little the red blade at the very end is a killer move. She keeps it as a top secret move, just in case. But yeah, it. It'd be cool. Also, Snyder, remember Batman vs. Superman? The really cool Batman scene where he kills all those people to rescue Martha Kent? He can do the action scenes. Just just get him to try. <laughs> and you're thinking, Hector, what about Titus? I'm not having Titus. Once again, there's too many people. They don't get to Titus in this movie, or they don't get to Titus at all, and you just combine Titanus, Titus and Nemesis. Just combine their characters, where Nemesis is like, yeah, I just kind of became like a like a wanderer around the galaxy after losing my squad. Fine. And
1: family.
0: You're cutting, you're cutting Titus? I'm cutting two characters off my fix. But There's too many Titus. characters. I know, but I cut two.
2: <laughs> also, do you find it stupid that this big higher-up admiral goes to a rinky-dink planet for literal grain?
1: I, I figured out how to... The, the
2: first
0: loss in a war, is your loss of your supply chain.
2: You can have subordinates go and handle this shit. Or here's the better thing. He's a subordinate, and then he gets a call like, oh hey, uh, my boss died, and I'm the promoter. promoter. You got you fuckers are in charge of this now. I don't care. I'm gonna go do some real big shit. Right? Just, you know, that leaves the idiots to figure it out on their own. So here's the big, big fix. Here's the big fix for the, re- the complete rewrite. All right. Start the movie with Cora. It's her growing up, being forced to join the Imperial Navy. She has a romance with a cadet. She has to deal with losing her family and planet. And now being an extremely elite school with an extremely elite father. So, her lover is like, uh, no, I, I want to take over your dad's spot. Even if it means death. right? And like, I'm going to find more about your dad. I'm going to study him dig deep, and excel.
1: Is he doing it because he cares about her or because he's ambitious AF?
2: He's ambitious AF. So she starts to resent her dad for killing her family and because of her love, you know, her lover. But at the same time, it's like, I, he's, but also like, he, he saved me and I've been brainwashed. This isn't the first, like, half of the movie, right? And then finally, the lover is getting more disheveled in his vision, and he finds something out about the Admiral General being a madman. But because he's not, he's so crazy, he's just, he, no one believes him, he gets kicked out. Years later, he's leading a rebellion on a moon that the Empire really needs. It's a rebel moon. And then you can even have Korra say, What are we, some kind of rebel moon? No, so,
0: I have a line also. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, it all boils down to. You know, again, the Loverina Rebellion. By this point, the princess is with... Issa is brought along with the king to start during this war. This is a many years war. And, like, you know, she heals the soldier. You know, the king makes the princess Issa heal soldiers as a miracle. We start to get really close to the family. We start to kind of see them. Like, we almost get brainwashed ourselves. You know, we see them in their daily lives. It becomes more of a political kind of thing. Finally, it's the final battle. They have the lover pinned, Cora fights him, and she kills him really elegantly. Maybe she, like Ed did in the recent D&D campaign, uh, recent D&D session, he kills the evil love interests and then kisses him as he dies.
1: Well, she, Cora does it.
2: Yeah. And then during the celebration, the father betrays everyone. She has to run away. That's the end of the movie. And that sets us up for Rebel Moon Part 2. You've set up the rules. You've set up a lot of the enemies. You've set up a lot of, like, Motivation, word. yeah, and now you can just go steamroll the plot. Nice, that's it. All
1: right, yes, Lucy. All right, it's your turn. Are you excited? I'm actually really excited for my fixes. The movie was ass.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for my fixes
1: for the first time in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like us taking a little bit of a break helped my mojo. I actually took good notes again. It's been a hot minute. <laughs> All right. Uh my like I always like someone taking a stab at original sci-fi. I have to say that I I do like when original movies happen. Adaptations are great. I'm not going to like shit on them because they do bring about good movies. However, Yuri on Ice is an original and that one was pretty good. Just saying. Princess Tutu. Come on. All right. The CGI was pretty decent. I mean, like, it, it didn't get, like, some of the other Netflix treatments where it was kind of felt cheap. There was, va- like, somebody cared about the CGI team. I can, t- I can tell. They got naps. They got breaks. Yeah, do
0: you know what they got? Probably? Time. Yeah. That's usually what, all that they need.
1: Yeah. Uh, I liked most of the world building, what little world building we got. It was very fun. Um, but we didn't get all, all, all sort of the explanations that I wanted, but the explanations we did get, I was fine with. Uh, Jimmy, cool. Sam, I like her. Soldier, good feelings about him. Barely saw him. Oh, sorry, I'm not in my dyslexia yet. Um, the main three, Cora, Gunner, Kai, uh, them being like the main three in Star Wars, but just a little bit different. That was interesting to me. Um, and Han Solo being a traitor—that was also like an interesting concept. Now, out my dislikes, Cora is a nothing burger character. Like she's not even cardboard. Her, she has two emotions. It's either emotionless or sad.
2: She's happy when the bird d- d- does flies she over.
0: does she pass the
1: lampshade test. She passes the lampshade test,
3: uh,
0: but
1: I feel like if you played, if you subbed her out for a dude, same thing, it it would be the same thing. She's just not I mean, a character isn't that good sometimes. No, no, I, I'm i saying she, she would be just as flat as if uh, an 80s Arnold Schwarzenegger was playing her.
2: Oh, I see what you mean. It was just that there was enough. There's the not bones.
1: enough meat there.
2: Oh, okay. This is
1: gonna be a really shitty stew, you know? Uh, Gunner is an idiot. In fact, everyone in this movie is either an idiot or an asshole. Like, it's both, uh, it's both malice and idiot, like, what, what's the thing? Like, don't attribute to malice what you what can be easily
2: attributed to stupidity.
1: Yeah, both of those are true at the same time. It's it's 50-50 on if the person's an asshole or an idiot. Uh, Den and Gunner, the, the two people that Cora is supposed to have a love triangle with, they look the exact same. The only difference between these two men, yes, this bothers me a lot, the more that I think about it. It's not that one's blonde and one's a brunette. Nay, nay. One is vaguely clean-shaven and one has a beard. That's it. There's also Kai. He's also, like, in the love triangle, I guess? Not really? No, what? there's
2: no love-looking inter- stuff there.
1: Kai, Kai kind of
2: her a little bit.
1: He flirts at Korra.
2: Yeah. Wait, wait, you said it's
1: Korra? Gunner, Gunner, and then in and the him. village, it's Den. Everyone's like, oh, you should sleep with Dan for the fertility thing. And then Bill's ah, yes, like, haha, ah, right. you, you slept with Dan. And Cora's like, I did not. know
2: Supposedly she did, according to the book. Yeah, which like, are the who gives a it?
1: fuck? It seems like this is a pretty sex-positive society. Why lie? I don't get it. I don't know. But I'm just going, I'm not going to base it off the est- extended edition. I'm not going to base it on the book that basically is the extended edition. This is, what I saw up was what I get. I know. That's how I go. Um. There's a lot of world building that was left on the table. And it feels like. At the expense of getting all these. Quote unquote. Really cool slow-mo shots. Like I made the joke that like. 45 minutes of this movie was dedicated to the slow-mo. Even if I am over exaggerating. I don't think I am. Uh. It seemed like a lot more emphasis was on the slow-mo than, like, some of the actual more interesting parts of the movie to you me.
2: You just gave me... You shouldn't have mentioned the slow-mo after the sex bits, because I'm starting to wonder. No. Do you think the
0: Snyder Cut's gonna have don't slow-mo Don't speak it into existence. You speaking... know 300 had a slow-mo sex
2: scene, right?
1: It did. Yeah. It did. Okay. Um. Damn. None of the main heroes really felt like character. Honestly, nobody felt like characters. Even Korra. Especially Korra. We get one- Each of these main big five, plus Kai, they'll get one cool scene. And that's it. And in the final fight, uh, some of them don't even get to use their special abilities, like, uh, And let's not forget the, nat- the racist stereotypes of the, uh, it wasn't noble savage, but like the native who's in tune with nature and animals and the Asian per- Asian samurai obsessed with honor. And probably revenge.
0: Bro, I just, I just love that you said the main five plus Kai, because that's how it feels. <laughs> Kai isn't a character.
1: But no one's okay, a character. A
0: counterpoint though, I felt noble was pretty well Pretty charactered. He Westing.
1: felt the he felt the most charactered, but that's because out of the bad guys, he's the one. He's like the bad guy. Cora, like he's supposed to be a foil for Cora, but Cora doesn't nearly get as much like emphasis, you know?
0: Yeah, I'm just like I don't know. That's just what I what I thought was noble was the no. That's that's a fair point of all of them character wise.
1: Yeah uh anachronisms have a time and a place yes i meant the pun uh but there's a the (laughs) suit does not fit any of the vibes that are previously presented including the nazi rhetoric with the rest of their uniform um no one else wears the suit even in the same scene that noble is on the ship no one else is wearing a suit it doesn't make sense and also the final fight kind of sucked the, they just got the blood axes, and then the blood axes all immediately get murked. We don't get to see their capabilities. It it basically, like, renders that little victory that they had moot. Um, and surprise. also, One, yeah. One survives. She's gonna be in the next one. It's really obvious, but, like, I don't feel the weight of their sacrifice. It means nothing. And, uh, like, Uh, Tarak doesn't. Whatever the fuck his name is, I can't remember. Uh, the Beast Tamer guy didn't have a beast in the final fight. So, what was his point? Uh, he was. From what I remember, he was barely. doing anything? I don't know. So, here's how we fix it. And again, disclaimer I don't care. There's a book. Fuck it. There's no book. Me. Here's what I say She's a book. I am a book. Audience, you can't see the video. You'll never know. Okay, before I really get into it, I'm just going to establish this now. I'm going to try and keep everything in a steampunk space cowboy aesthetic. I will try to not have too many anachronisms, but if they happen, they happen.
2: Wait, is that include the, Nazi, the evil space Nazis? Are they steampunk too?
1: You, there's There was fascism in the 1830s to the 1860s.
2: No, I know, but are they going to change their costumes to be more... Uh... Uh steampunky? Yes. Okay.
1: I'm gonna keep the, the the only costume I would change is I would not have the suit, but I did like the kind of like Nazi aesthetic. But, so that but is but it. steampunk the, context Nazi but more Ste-
2: every, Context yeah. everyone.
1: For the villains, I liked the Nazi aesthetic. <laughs> but make it more steampunk.
2: Whoever's editing this. Yeah. <laughs> it's you Ed. Damn it.
1: Ed. I don't have a computer right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. Okay. Okay. So first off, let's answer this big plot hole that Hector mentioned. Why would the commander of that big-ass ship stop by some itty-bitty farm village and demand food? Here's why. We'll keep the narration as it is, but instead of some generic space stuff, we're going to see the king's gaze leaving Mother World through the vagina portal and uh, traveling through space. As the monologue is going. As the monologue is finishing, the King's Gaze is attacked by Bloodaxe's rebel armies, a la A New Hope. Now, while the ship isn't outright destroyed, because that ruins the purpose of the movie, what it did- what they did hit was their main supply cache of food. They're out. Like, like- They've got, like, three months' supply. Uh... However, there were a lot of casualties and the blood axes did have to retreat onto the planet Velt. Now we cut to Cora, who is plowing the land uh, the last few rows of the farming village. Uh, She's gonna not sensually stroke the dirt like she did in the original version. There's not gonna be slow-mo. In fact, we're gonna get rid of half the slow-mo and we're gonna shorten half the slow-mo that's there so we can actually have more runtime. Uh, it- we'll get some cool weapon brandishing moments, and then right before a cool thing happens, we'll slow mo that. I won't get rid of all of it. But Cora sees this uh dogfight up in space, and she kind of just shakes her head. She knows it's a fool's errand to stand against Mother World. She sees the the rebels retreat onto Velt after Sindri gets murked, because now they have an excuse to come to the village. Noble leaves. The villagers just immediately kick out Gunner. They don't care that he's the harvest matter- master or not, he's the one who got them into this mess. They're fucking pissed. And I don't blame them. I was furious. Korra gives him some kind of walkie talkie smoke signal, radio, whatever. Hand waving. In case and either one of them comes into trouble, she says that they both know what she means is when you're about to get your ass handed to you, you can use this. A month goes by and uh, the soldier guys, we're not going to have them evil and rapey at the first bit. It's going to be like putting a frog in a pot of boiling water. You don't put the frog in as the water's boiling because the frog's going to jump out. You put the frog in warm water, then you turn it up to boiling slow enough so the frog doesn't realize until it's too late. Oh, like actual fascism. Yes. And maybe Cora does leave town. Uh, She's not exactly running away. But she's keeping an eye on them from a distance and also trying to make sure that the soldiers don't recognize her for being a traitor, for being the one who who orchestrated Issa's death. Oh, another thing. We're going to get rid of uh, the, all the magic bullshit, except for Issa.
2: Issa's the rare marigold. Yes. Okay.
1: Then the incident with Sam happens. I'll keep it the same because it was... Well, I'll keep it relatively the same. Instead of like sad Korra, it's this fiery rage that kind of just turns on. And then as soon as it's there, she takes a breath and it just go- goes into a quiet rage. You see, I'm not going to make Nemesis the samurai. I'm going to be nerdy on me. Hold on, put a pin in this steampunk stems from the victorian era starting in the year 1837 you know what else was happening around the world in 1837 in 67 years from the 1830s to the 1870s cowboys lived and died uh an uprising in japan removed the shogun from power reestablishing the emperor which means samurais no longer had lords to follow
2: samurais also were in mexico so yeah, there's a lot of cross country cross that
1: that's I got it from the Tumblr post if you know what I'm talking about but the it was the end of piracy in the Caribbean so French pirates and also while the uh, popularity of Spaniard style uh, destreza or fencing was less of a thing it hadn't fully died out at this point so we can also have a Spanish fencer all of this is to say I am not being anachronistic when I have a, a Pirate, a samurai, a cowboy, a fencer, and a gentleman all in the same crew. Korra was raised on Mother World's warrior code written for their soldier class and not too quite different from the Bushido code. Nemesis, for those wondering, will be our fencer. Though she's also pretty badass and I wanted to give her a sniper rifle too. Well, maybe just a rifle, because sniper rifles hadn't quite been invented yet. Again, trying for the anachronisms here. Tarak will be our gentleman. More on this later. General Titus, after losing his battle, uh got really pissy and he became a pirate. Fuck you.
2: Wait, who did wait
1: Titus <laughs> He's a pirate and Gladiator, fuck you. <laughs> and of course, Gunner will be our cowboy. You just have him pillage uh mother, mother World ships. Yeah. There we go. So after this fight, Cora kind of realizes what she needs to do. She's actually the first one. She calls Gunner and Gunner's like, so we're going to fight the guys, right? Oh, you already killed them. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah. Uh, she's going to need someone else with her on the journey. But uh, really, this again, this is a situation of if she leaves without Gunner, Gunner's not going to have anybody within range who's going to be able to save his ass if he's in trouble because he's kind of like a pacifist. So they go to Providence, and it's the same as before, except uh, maybe Gunner's looking for Kai specifically. He's kind of ingratiated himself with these bounty hunters and these, like, uh... I don't know, he's kind of more shift- he's got shiftier contacts now. Like, he knows where the rebels are, he knows a lot more stuff. Again, cowboy. Um... The main difference in this is that Kai does not immediately agree to help them get off planet. Motherworld, after that uh, incident with the blood axes, has authorized the King's Gaze and uh, Atticus Noble to put a blockade around Velt and its moon. And there's no way in hell he's risking uh, his life and his ship for these two bozos to go fuck off into space and blow him up. Oh, so you have
2: Phantom Menace going.
1: Oh, I did, didn't I? Fun. Okay. <clears throat> I like Phantom Menace. He says he's open to changing his mind if they can prove to him they're not just two bozos going to space. <laughs> so Gunner has an idea. He, like I said, he's kind of got more shifty friends now. Uh, he's listened to these Bounder Hunter types and he knows that there are a couple prize people on Velt who are enemies of Mother World and if they can work to free these bounty hunters, maybe they can, er, these bounties, maybe Kai will be convinced.
2: Wait, for like, take, they become bounty hunters and get bounties on no, them? No, no,
1: no, no. So the idea is, Gunner knows bounty hunters. These bounty hunters tell Gunner about these enemies of Mother World that are scattered about Veld. And if they can get enough, maybe they can convince Kai they're not two bozos, they're four bozos. And then they can get to Titus and the blood axes. Okay uh there we go this is how we're gonna find tarak and nemesis also tarak and nemesis are on velt and the moon uh tarak is on the opposite side of providence almost like the entirely opposite side he's still a blacksmith what we will change is that he's got a bandana and we can't see his throat at first until he pulls it down uh he's not a human he's humanoid he's got this like kind of frog throat sack and, uh, maybe he looks more like Abe Sapien from, uh... Hellboy. Hellboy, thank I, you. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Who am I to decide? What, who, whatever floats your boat. Thank you for you putting
2: more aliens. Yeah. I forgot to do that. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Now, why is he blacksmithing if he's gonna be, like, a dandy frog man? Well, here. It's because his frog-like nature, he gets dehydrated really easily in hot environments, and he's right next to a hot-ass forge all day. That's cruel. Yeah. That's
2: Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. He can't stay hydrated enough to escape and in the first place. And then, then this side of the moon is more deserty, so he's fucked. Now his throat sac isn't just to make him more alien. You see, when he starts to use his sack to sing, Frog, uh, he can <laughs> use that song to communicate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to kill him.
2: You just a freak.
3: Oh. <laughs> that was when he does his
1: song He's you a frog. God, God, cold, cold. <laughs> this voice <boy's> hole <laughs> when he uses his sax song uh he can communicate with any creature sentient or not so gunner knows that uh gunner knows that the ca- that this guy who's like slaving to is a gambler and because he's been here before uh he decides to say like oh why don't we gamble on if Tarak can do it? I, don't I couldn't think of anything better. Uh, frog Tarak wins. Instead of putting on the poncho, he uh, dusts off his uh, cravat. He grabs his jacket, starts dressing up like this dandy. Uh, and I'd keep it the same actor because it's funny.
2: Just make him in a frog costume?
1: Yeah, just give him a little froggier prosthetic. I imagine,
2: like, literally Abe Sapien, but with a bit more frog.
1: Yeah. But it's still like the, the same,
2: same eyes. The same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just keep it alien. Just keep. But the it same would keep the
1: same actor because I do want him to get work. He seemed like a nice guy. Um, he tells the pair he would be happy to help them kick Mother World's ass, and he'd also love to pay them for their troubles. But Mother World did take away his family and his fortune. He's still a prince. Now, Nemesis is on Velt proper. You could also put her on like one of the little asteroids because it is like a ring planet, and then you could put Titus on Velt. I don't know. Again, I'm just throwing ideas out into the ether. Uh, Gunner gets them passage on a planet-bound ferry, and off they go. I won't change too much about her intro It's Sick AF. It gives enough of her context. Um,
2: Same abilities?
1: Instead of them being full-on swords, she's got a laser rapier, because again, she's like a fencer, and then she's got a bunch of little knives. She fights dirty so dirt no, so no one to
2: give her like a laser whip
1: no cuz she's a spanish fencer they used whips i'm i'm going for knives and guns not fair enough um yeah i'll give her a rifle so she's got something long distance also i wanted like the uh russian world war 1 sniper vibes but also a fencer
2: Does she look the same? Yes, I would not change her costume. Okay.
1: She was really pretty. Now, while they're on Velt, uh, I'm not going to have the blood axes be off ship, or off world, obviously. They landed here. They're still here. There's a blockade. Um, They make an agreement with the blood axes to uh, protect the village. I'd do it a little bit differently. I don't know how the actual conversation would go. I don't know. Maybe Darian could come with, maybe not. It, It was inconsequential to... The, ori- the original version, it's... I don't know how to include him here. I don't know what to do. They return to Providence to show off to the crew to Kai. Kai see... We see Kai's eyes as, like, their dollar sign for a minute there. <laughs> and he happily agrees to help them get to the pirate formerly known as General Titus. And, uh... We do the same pickup as for Titus as the movie. It's fine. That was fine.
2: So, you're going to have a coliseum
1: there and no fighting. Maybe he lost all his money. We expect him to be a gladiator, but he lost all the money from his recent spoils on gambling. Okay, I can dig that. Um makes the final fight better, give the heroes more shit to do, uh to rock with his throat sack, uh give him powers kind of like the voice but a little bit weaker where uh, for a moment, he can basically cast command on the enemies and make them do things.
2: I had a different idea for that voice. Silence. Because I forgot about that. I'm like, oh, well, like he can mimic other people. So if he's sneaky and behind, he can just make them I mean, things. that
1: too. Yeah, just give him th- throat sack abilities. His throat sack is brimming to burst with these <laughs>
2: God damn it, no. I'm trying not to lose it, please.
1: <laughs> Nemesis, uh, stabbing people in the ankles with her laser knives and then getting a good vantage point to pull out her laser laser rifle and shoot somebody in the face, point blank. You know. Koro's got a pistol in one hand and a blade in the other. Titus- did
2: okay, you, you, that took that. Yeah, it, it's a good aesthetic.
1: Yeah. Titus is an amazing tactician, pr- uh, practically dancing around the battlefield, and Gunner is helping wherever he can. I don't know. Um, more scenes in the village, especially with the soldier and Sam. It's very obvious that they're crushing on each other. Also, I want more Jimmy. There we go. Movie fixed. All right. I like your version too.
0: Nice. Okay. So, my turn. Space cowboys.
2: <clears throat> I as soon as we I saw enough of the movie, I'm like, we're getting Ed's going to do space cowboys. Oh yeah, I know it.
0: All right, to save some time, Durak doesn't exist.
2: No likes uh-huh. or dislikes.
0: Uh, just, just uh, I'm getting. Get, oh, that's right. I'll uh, okay. Did we? I just we say straight oh, into my fixes. Anyways, likes and dislikes. <laughs> so like, uh, noble, kind of, a little bit. Not, not, not great. Um,
1: He's fun to hate.
0: Yeah, and eh, like, yeah, I couldn't
2: even feel anything other than that. I also,
0: also like, yeah, the production design's good. The places they went to is cool and all that. Like, there wasn't a lot that I liked. It was just like, in general, just like, kind of like... There weren't specifics, really. It was just like, oh, this vibe's cool. This is fine. I really like Nemesis and the Spider scene mm-hmm. it, for what it what it, what it it based. what the, the, that, that foundation that it started... That's what I liked. How it happened was wasted. Um, yeah, I also like the the most of the uh, vibe that people
2: like what they wear and such.
0: Right? Okay. So, uh, dislikes the whole movie for the right. most part.
2: Understandable. Uh, <laughs> and honestly,
0: like I think I think it for me it just feels better if I just do the fixes. Okay. Like, I don't know, like, I can't really, I don't want to nitpick do this. Do what you it's,
1: want to do, dude. No, really so I'm just going
0: to jump straight into my fixes. So Tark doesn't exist. At least not in this one. I'm also thinking that this, I'm also basing my fixes on, I know this is a trilogy. So there are going to be some things that will be later. So Tark okay. doesn't exist. Uh, Nemesis does, but we'll get to that. Uh, and then, blood uh, We'll get to everything else. All right. So, but Turok does not exist in this one. So, basically, the movie for me, how I would do it, is would start off more or less the same. Uh, there's some obvious uh, fixes that I would do with Cora's character, where I would want her to be more of a more bitter about how she was, like you know, kicked out of it. And she, I wanted to have like conflicting feelings of like maybe I should go back to the Imperium kind of stuff because I feel that would be very, very interesting. Very I interesting get that. dynamic there. Um, but it starts off the same with Noble coming down and doing his whole thing. Uh, kid eyeballs, go- Google eyes, girls, that's fine. Robot, super cool, whatever. Uh, take out the sexual assault scene though, uh, something else, I don't know, but basically you do learn that Korra's an adept fighter because of her time in the imperium and she kind of beats them up because they're being assholes and then uh basically same thing daria harris goes with her they need to get some help for the village and i also want her to not to actually like have a little bit of like i've been with this village for two years like and i've kind of Beside my better judgment, I've kind of grown attached to these people. So, like, even if like nothing brings of it, I still want to do my best and protect them. Maybe we'll just survive and just live our life here normally. I want her to have that kind of vibe a little bit, also. I don't know. It's a lot you can do with Cora because there's nothing there.
1: Yeah, she's a blank canvas.
0: Yeah, and I kind of, I kind of liked uh, Gunner for the most part. Uh, well, like his aesthetic at least uh i had no problem with it really um so they would get to Moss Isley, they would meet uh kai right and basically they get on the ship and they, they they start flying to i don't know i think the first person to pick up that makes sense would be titus i think because she because because cora already knows titus uh, because he was he was part of the imperium also right yes yeah so i i think it would make sense for cora for them to go to titus but wait there's there's a travel time here in this travel time you get to learn more about kai and kai rises up cora and Kai and Gunner also interact. And you get a lot of Kai in this travel time. A lot of, like, his motivations and all that. He's still a smuggler. He's, you know, like, doing this just because I don't even know what his motivation was in the first place. He's I don't know. He's a bounty hunter? I, he's a bounty hunter. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yes, that's right. He's a bounty hunter. So, like, we get we get some weird, like, vibes from him, but he's still pretty cool and open to help and he's like hey it's something new uh but first time travel on dipping um kind of kind of things so you get you get that thing from kai and i'm like okay well at least he's giving them transportation and maybe when they get titus into to the blood access too they'll find their own ship and he can go on his merry way uh but they're gonna be titus i still want the gladiator stuff i'm sorry
3: because
0: <laughs> i i think that that him going back to the gladiator stuff is just way too funny and yes i do want them to get to the gladiator arena and when they show up uh titus is down fighting and we get a little bit of his fighting scene. we get a little bit of the gladiator stuff and uh once once it's over that's when they go down girl cleaning him makes more sense and then they uh cora kind of coerces him to join in very uh questionable like imperial loyalist kind of terms kind of shit what do you mean like she she coerces him in a way that since he's also was imperial like she uses kind of like wordplay and stuff like that to make it seem like or i don't know like i just want it to be a little bit of like oh is she still like loyal to the imperium just like using his using those words that she knows will coerce him, just to get him on and then change, kind of thing.
2: Oh, okay, so she might be tricking to... him.
0: Yeah, she might kind of tricking him. And then, they will go to, um, from Titus, they'll learn about the, what the blood axe that planet that they're supposed to be at. And, uh, during, during this travel time is when you find out more about Titus and more about Korra's backstory. This is where Titus, I guess, will get will give Kai and Gunner more story on Korra. Well, Korra because it makes sense Korra wouldn't share what mm-hmm. happened. And and Titus gives the story of like, yeah, she was Imperial like me. She was the person she was a great personal bodyguard. She she was raised from a child. She wasn't born into the Imperium, but he doesn't know how she got part of the Imperium got into the Imperium, basically. She was very high up, very good stuff. Personal bodyguard to the daughter who died. And he explains that, like, yeah, she was basically uh, exiled because she didn't do her job as a bodyguard. And we got Titus, we got more Kai and more characters interaction interacting with each other. Like, I want the travel time to be a major part of the movie of you know the crew getting together and getting to know each other, maybe a little bit of scuffles and such, disagreements and whatever. <clears throat> um, but they are traveling to that planet. They get to that planet, and uh, they they meet the Blood Axes, both the guy and the girl. I said this plays out completely differently in the way that uh, they try to tell the Blood Axes, like, "Come on, we got our our people to help on this moon and such," and. Blood Axe's girl is like, or a guy, both of them were like, what? Like, we, this is a war. We need an army. We don't need just like a ragtag crew from a rebel moon <laughs> 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 from some kind of rebel moon. No, like, are we some kind of rebel moon? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, you, you guys got to do like, we can't spare resources when we are also recovering from fights and such. And like, the, like, this is war. P- people, we, we lose, you lose, you lose battles, you win some, people die. Like, I'm sorry. And they're like, well, fuck, what do we do now? The only thing that they can do, well, no, the, this is what happens, actually, my bad. Uh, they, they're like, fuck, what do we do now? And Kai's like, well, I got some stuff that I could, st- that I still need to sell. So let's go to that trading post and sell the stuff. And travel time more, make Kai kind of like, you know, make Kai say something like, you know, after spending some time with you guys, I think I've had some change of heart. We could we could sell these stuff, maybe hire some mercenaries and go back to your town uh, with time to spare and train them to, to fight back, right? And that happens. And then they go and they land on the thing and Kai still double crosses them. And still gets them in the little pincer things. Uh, but, hmm. I haven't, really th- I haven't really thought, like, I don't want Nothing it to. Nothing changes the same. with the
2: fight, genuinely. It'd be it fine. Nothing really changes with the fight. Well, yeah. I want them to get out.
0: Well, actually, no. How, how, how they get out is fine, I guess, with Gunner. But you'd have to put a little bit of, like, oh, maybe Kai. Well,. well coursing him to paralyze like you know like the words she used with Titus like who knows she might still be loyal to the Imperium just tricking us all kind of stuff I don't know something like that and then they get out same kind of way uh we'll say since since Kai Rizzed Korra and then double cross them Korra kills Kai and uh and there's no blood X here by the way.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's literally just now three of them. Fighting like the it's a drop ship, not the whole thing. It'd be four. It's a <laughs> ship Four?
2: It makes more sense. Titus, Cora,
0: Gunner. Nemesis. Oh, nemesis. Oh nemesis.
1: You didn't mention Nemesis
0: yet. Yeah.
2: So probably I'm not gonna mention
0: Nemesis. Nemesis is the thing. Uh also throughout all of this, I guess you could in- include uh, little soldier boy.
2: Yeah, confirmed. I did like you could
0: you could if you if you wanted to, but it's not required because he could still he could they could like I'll say I'll say why later, but like basically the fight kind of goes down more or less the same. Um, also, uh, but at this point, it is not revealed that Cora is like the adopted daughter of the Belisarius. Uh, Belisarius, yeah. So kind of plays out the same although um i will say like after after like the double cross like some people from the inside the training post are like that's imperium shit we need them out of here now and they get kind of help from from the other mercenaries bounty hunters there and with that help is that how they bring down the the little dropship Um, and then fight goes off the same with Cora and him, except you know better <laughs> choreographed and yes.
1: Is, is this dropship? Is, is its name the the Queen's Lesbians?
2: Wait, why the Queen? Sure, whatever, I don't care.
1: Yeah, king's <laughs> king the, ship.
2: the King's Hand. King's gaze. King's, king's gaze.
1: Queen's lesbians. Oh
2: God. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's really yeah,
0: Sure, good. whatever. Something like that. Something <laughs> something more, you know, subtle. But still. Throat sack. <laughs> yeah. Throat sack. Because <laughs> frog. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it would fix the fight a little bit. Maybe, maybe like, a little bit of teamwork going on there. Yeah. Off. And then, like, well... And then the the... the I guess they, like, Cora could have some, like, inspirational, also borderline Nazi speech about to the other mercenaries there. And maybe they could come in and help and such. You could come on the crew, like, as just, you know, extras. Or not. It doesn't really matter. Anyways, they get back on the ship and they're, they, they, uh, they sell what they can. So they do have some money. Maybe they hire a mercenary, like, a new character. Let's add a mercenary in there. Whatever.
1: Or you could just hire Tarok. You just bring him back in.
0: Oh yeah. They could hire Tarok as a yeah, maybe he was at the training post for some fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, they, they hire a mercenary who turns out to be Tarok. And then they start like they're they're like they sell some stuff, they hire him, and then they take off to uh to their rebel moon moon, right? And they're like, Well, we got the best that we could like, let's just go there, train them, and see see how, how how long we can hold up, hold off, kind of thing. And then uh, we'll say that I don't know. Gunner's like scanning the radio. was like, wait, like there's some chatter from the Blood Axes on this encoded thing. Like, they they've heard of like they heard of what we did, and they know who we are. That they, they seem to be wanting to go to our moon. Like, the Blood Axes are gonna show up. Like, all of them i gonna show it to the moon. And they get back to the moon and uh basically they just like, you know, start the prep and shit. And robots still were a Warforged rude And then we cut to noble in the little back to tank thing. Kind of like reviving. Oh, you cut the back to tank stuff. thing in? What? I mean I the don't know. To they're to they're, t- they're like, you know, he's being healed. Oh, whatever yeah. sci-fi let's, medicine let's, bullshit. Yeah. Let's let's yeah, let's remove the 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 astral plane. He's being healed. He's like in some kind of like stretcher or something like hospital bed or whatever. And then that's when Belisarius comes in and he's like, Well, kind of failed pretty badly on your main objective. He's like, You better not fail on bringing my daughter back. And that's where we'll end.
2: That's a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Build the characters up more. You 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 don't have to to
0: drop everything right there. That's why I like that. And and since it's it, since it is a trilogy, that's why I'm okay with ending it in kind of a soft cliffhanger of like, you know, they're preparing for the fight. Uh, There's no sign of them coming anytime soon. So there's like, at least there's a kind of resolution here. They finished their main objective of getting something back to the, back to the rebel moon to do something. Blood axes are coming and then, guys noble is way too injured to even do go anywhere right now and then you have this little like little bit of a push for the next one's like get my daughter back and we he just says my daughter back but it's not mentioned who it is
1: yeah
2: but there's only like one everyone's one woman in the gonna the assume it's movie. cora there's only one woman in the entire movie sorry well what? you
1: make belsarius not look like cora and then it's a little bit more ambiguous if mm-hmm. you make him blonde everyone's gonna think oh is it sam yeah, yeah,
0: that's the thing. You can make him like I was thinking maybe maybe it's Sam. Um Oh, also another thing. I was going to say that like after in the in the in the second movie, uh, after they barely hold off the assault, they hear from Turok that he knows Nemesis. And then I want to spend 20 minutes with the Nemesis shit cuz there's so much shit you can do there with like Nemesis' backstory of losing her daughter, the spider losing the, her children, the spider kidnapping the chit, and just, like, that whole, like, so much I almost character got character shit right there.
1: <laughs> I got the impression that the spider lady, Hermada, uh, that was not the first time she had taken a child. I felt like that mm. was, like, a long stint, and it was Nemesis and Hermada, like, superhero to villain, kind of... I would I would, climax. I would I would definitely Joker. make
0: it that it is Hermata's first offense. A hundred percent. Because I want I want there to be like because cause Hermada's children died and she's like, you know, native to the planet and all these people built around her and then she loses her children because of that. And it's just like I, I there's so much like heartbreak here that you can work with, especially mm-hmm. with like with Nemesis like uh relating with her that she lost her child too and just like so much shit there and like oh i'm not a good writer but a good writer can just grab that and be like oh this is good let me make some people cry because that's what i want Uh, nemesis thing i really 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 liked and i was so disappointed that they wasted it
1: i would i would like a movie like without all this bullshit just nemesis
0: yeah Mm. yeah and she still looks like an, like
2: an Inquisitor, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But that's in the second movie. I'm surprised that there's more cowboy shit, Ed. Hmm? I was expecting more cowboy shit from you. More cowboy
0: shit? There wasn't as much? Well, I, I want to keep it, like, you know, loyal to the to the original story. I don't want to just, like, Fair completely enough. go super cowboy and, you know, just, like, insert my cyberpunk <laughs> story that I have in my head into this movie. Fair enough. But, yeah. I like the Kai betray- betraying them though. It, it just yeah, needed more was- Kai, and mm-hmm. that's why I yeah. wanted Kai to be like, "Oh, you know, change your heart." But no, he still fucking backs. So you feel something. You are like, "Fuck you, Kai." <laughs>
3: yes.
0: Uh
1: I did say get rid of the magic. Uh, instead of astral plane, it's basically uh, Belisarius plugs his brain into thing, and then they plug
2: noble uh, noble Noble's brain. brain. Cyber Space. Same I- thing. That's what I thought was what happened, but yeah, then they, me too. But it then, the, but then they, but then the subtitles are like astral plane, and I'm like, what? fucking what? <laughs> yeah,
0: I was also, uh, yeah, I did mention the daughter, but no mention of her magic powers yet. Not that's in the second movie, because there, there, there's so much you can do. Like, you have a whole trilogy to work with.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you can use the first one to build up some characters. If you can introduce the second one, another one in the second, you already have all of these kind of built up. Like give them more time, and Nemesis is such an interesting character, and then you can really develop the plot and all the little twists and turns in the second movie, and then the third is like you know the conclusion, the climax conclusion kind of shit. It's so easy to structure a trilogy, and they just put too much in the first one. In my yep.
2: opinion. way too much. That makes me sure <laughs> for the second and the third because I know Snyder he's and gonna like, keep building and building and building and building. And...
0: Yeah, and if he if he doesn't keep building and like you know he develops the characters more in the second, like the pacing will feel a little bit off to me at least
1: oh yeah for sure it's too late
0: we have all this like good shit big shit and then just kind of we'll sit in the sideline as the second movie plays and then it'll, it's ed the, c-
2: the, the second was coming out in april they already filmed everything so yeah i know
0: <sighs> are we gonna do this for you know, the second there's a I lot of magic have... that happens in the editing room so
2: yeah supposedly ryan gosling had a lot of lines and drive editing kind of cut it out
1: they cut out a sense. really funny joke in Barbie with Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I think
2: I know really the joke. Are, too. I think
0: I heard about that.
1: Yeah, uh, when Barbie that's... punches the cop, he scream.
2: Yeah. Oh, he'd he'd scream. Yeah, he
1: did his Ryan Gosling scream, and then they cut the, to the nice guy scream.
2: Oh. <gasps>
1: he ca- they they had it, and then it cuts to Barbie in jail. But they were like, well, "We can't have the scream and the cut too. We have to pick one." And they did the cut too.
0: <laughs> Wait, what? You yeah. can't have Barbie punching the cup. Ken going
2: ah, and then just cut to them in jail. Like yeah, you can even have it like start to, and then you don't hear. Yeah, it no, see we,
0: no, you no, could, you we, have
2: to you
1: you cut, cut it off halfway.
0: Yeah, you have to cut the screen. Yeah, obviously, like I would you cut have to cut the yeah. screen halfway. Just
2: <laughs> so, uh-huh. what well, did we rate this? Because I'm giving F. D minus. <laughs> What'd you say?
1: What D minus. Think?
2: Okay. Yeah
1: because i this want is, my f's to mean something and i don't think this is quite worth the f because there's just a lot of it's like an atom there's a lot of nothing in there yeah a and, lot more nothing than something
0: uh, the way i described it to to my friends is that it it just felt it also felt just like just a bunch of random shit slapped together and just like put together like yeah it felt like, no, like ai cohesion, sci-fi yeah it, there was and the biggest issue was with that was like there was no character development for the crew that they built
1: at all mm-hmm. yeah it, it, it was soulless
0: mm-hmm. like they didn't have to include all this shit from like Cora's backstory and, like her being the daughter of bella at all in this first one they just had to have that one we need to hold off them when they come to attack us that's all they needed and you can add little hints there and there but you don't need to
1: tell me that
0: also, yes, uh, the opening scene is still Vagina Ship.
1: Yes, it has but to be. Literally,
0: mm, a, just a little bit of, of the narration, just like, setting up, like, not not super backstory, but just like, hey, Imperium? King, Queen, Daughter? Daughter was great. They got assassinated. Here you go. And And, like, with that, there's like, all the, there's a power struggle with, like, the the leading generals or whatever regents and multiple regents and stuff, and Belisarius is the most powerful, and in looking to be the new king, looking to do, to be the new Parisha emperor. You know it's crazy because I in in the book, it said that the emperor is seventy, but looks no older than Leto Atreides.
2: And we're getting Christopher Walker. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Yeah. Well,
0: like, he's supposed spice, to be like a the whole supposed to. He yeah, he's supposed to be a redhead. What yeah. if
2: they DH Christopher Walken?
1: No, we no, saw the
2: trailer. We already saw. I didn't Walker see the trailer.
0: Right. He, he looks just like Christopher Walken. All right, um, but, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, he's right supposed here. to be a redhead, and he's supposed to look around thirty, a little bit older than thirty.
1: And he has just enough spice in it. That the reason is he has just enough spice in his diet, but not enough to dye his eyes. Hmm. Yeah, because the,
2: the Spice extends your lifetime too. So what have you guys, anything new with you guys? I know what Ruthie's going to say. My computer's dead. Current. Yeah.
0: SSD died, and this is the one that had Windows. I have another s- solid state drive, but it doesn't have Windows. So, it doesn't work. Anything... <laughs> Yeah. Uh other than that I don't know. Magnus Archives. Listen to it. It's pretty good.
1: Ed, where, where, where are where where are you at right now?
0: Uh season
1: 3, the very beginning. Just started season 3. Isn't yeah. it good? Like that whole bit like from 77 to like yeah, 80 81 just mm. 80. Yes, yeah, so let's 80.
2: talk yeah. about it. It's a really good.
0: But like okay, if you, if you do if you do listen to yeah, <laughs> talking about another podcast. Okay, whatever. Blue Eyes Samurai. Very
2: good was show. A joke, Ed. You're fine.
0: Blue, Blue Eye Samurai, Samurai is
2: good. No, I'm talking about the po- the Yeah, Magnus the You're fine. Very, very
0: good. I highly recommend it. Um, there are some character decisions they make that I like. I'll just hmm. say that much. Like, I, I uh, say what you want about, like, you know subverting expectations is getting old like not like people are saying like not subverting my expectations is now subverting my ex- ex- expectations and yeah, you're I' feel
1: expecting the the plot twist
0: that's still I still don't feel that that's true I still feel like everything's still way too marvelized and everything's still playing it way too safe that that there are some good subversions and blue eyes samurai does it very well uh on on a specific one very specific scene. No. Two two scenes. Two scenes. Yeah.
2: Okay. I highly recommend it. Uh, you can go next to the end what you're gonna say.
1: Um so for Christmas, Hector and I both We didn't just get one copy, we got two, and not for the reason you think, it's stupider. We got two copies of Baldur's Gate. One on Hector's laptop and one on the PS5. Not so we could play together. We play together on the PS5. (laughs) (laughs) I'll
2: be able to mod it. Also, we'd be fighting for PS5 time all the time. So
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can't run it on my laptop Fair
2: enough. okay.
1: And uh also a really cool, awesome, lovely person maybe in the podcast with us. who's to say really got me a really fun TTRPG uh, of another podcast that's also very good. Uh,
2: <laughs> the old
1: gods of Appal- uh, old gods of Appalachia, the tabletop play- uh, RPG. the game looks super fun. I am manhandling my d and d group to uh, force them to play it with me. And mm-hmm. I cannot wait. She's Thank ready you, Boomer. To,
2: she's ready to take a break from D and
1: need a little break.
2: I am ready to take a big break, but I'm two thirds of the way through my campaign, and I can't stop. So I'm just gonna keep it going. So
0: yeah, um,
2: uh, I, recent, uh, the three of us went to a really cool concert. We did. Uh, if anyone knows Sean James, uh, through the valley, the guardian, uh. The Last of Us Two. Have you seen the original trailer for The Last of Us Two, where Ellie sings that one song? I yeah, the guy who sang that. Uh,
1: I feel like there was a, if there was a folk buddy cop movie. Hear me out. I know this sounds weird, but what the fuck, keep going. If there was a buddy cop music, but it was like full like folk country kind of vibes, it would be Sean James and Hosier. What
2: do you a oh, buddy cop <laughs> but a serious movie?
1: B- buddy cop, but without the cop. And they're both, like, huh. music folks, folk country. You can have, like, two bandits
2: type. running away.
1: Okay, here's the vibe. <laughs> oh,
2: my I'm going to reshoot a movie that doesn't exist. This is your elevator pitch.
1: This is my elevator pitch. Uh, Sean James is a cowboy outlaw running from the law. He falls into a bog, pulls a man out of the bog. It's Hosea.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's my movie. <laughs> so, like, how QE how Q- <laughs> finds Jeremy in our campaign. No, because it's not in a barrel. He's just in a bog. In a... Like, full, whole ass in a bog. He'd be dead. Oh, in a bog. Oh. So, so no, just... he's a druid. He's like a druidy bog Sean man. Sean James, okay. yeah.
2: James and the bog man. That... <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sean James and the bog That. Okay.
0: Elevator pitch over. That was but that Yeah, was... Go... it was amazing. Yes.
2: He had a, he had a, he had a, <laughs> uh, an organ. He had a, uh, acoustic. He did, did not touch
1: the organ, though. I don't, I don't know if the organ is still, like, it,
2: operational. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It it's is. Like, it was fucking massive, though. It was like the tune. ones that we saw when we were in London. Yeah. A little mm. smaller, not by much.
2: Oh, mm. Except for that one in London, that was
1: big, gigantic. Most most of the ones that we saw were pretty. There was massive. one
2: that was like two stories. I'm pretty well, sure. Well, one
1: was the throughout the entire church.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I know about that one. The one that just like goes around the entire church.
1: St. Yes. Paul's. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We didn't get yeah. a chance to hear it, sadly. Was on Unfortunately, we little gone deaf. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I'm going to go deaf at that metal concert, February 16th, nice. Fit for a King, Devil Resprana. Definitely going to go deaf there.
2: But i I'll, earplugs. I'll bring some earplugs just in case. Just in case. There's earplugs. There's special earplugs where you can wear them without, uh, you can still hear perfectly. They just protect the one part of your ear that you need to protect.
0: Mm, I'll look into those. Anyways, so yeah, that's it. Uh, hey, who's the next one? I think it's Hector. Or is it? Really uh, the I had an
2: idea for an off uh, for an off uh, brand idea. Okay. Uh, it's New Year. Should we look back at the top ones of the year? I don't want.
1: I don't want to listen. To you guys fight.
2: We're not going to fight.
1: Started fighting. I still, fighting in the did, I still did
0: to watch a, a bunch of a bunch of movies that just came.
2: Okay, out so in. no.
1: What if well, we like, just did the the Isaacs again?
2: We'd have that's a lot of work <laughs> okay yeah because we have to do best for different categories i have to watch more movies arguably no, we, can just,
0: we can just do like a top
2: 10 thing kind of thing yeah we're not gonna actually fight i just jokingly fight with that i in still, still want to
0: watch like poor things and maestro and... i want to see poor things also at least maestro's on netflix which one uh, maestro
2: oh i don't want to see maestro bradley that it's cooper. just it's just bradley cooper trying to force himself to get an Oscar, it, like ri- and sure almost rigging it to give himself an oscar
0: Sure. Um, what else is there? The oh, I, I want to watch Saltburn. I still haven't watched Bottoms, Holdovers. Like I don't
1: oh, watch movies. Oh, that. I liked the Holdovers. It was a lot of fun.
3: Yeah.
2: All right. So we can add the socials and post. Yes,
0: uh, yes but do. what? But 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 Hector and Ruthie. I don't know who's next. What is what
2: is our next film? After this. Yeah, after the top, 10? after, top 10,
1: after the top ten, after top ten, because that's a bonus. Uh, is it me or me? It's you. Um,
2: you know what? We got a request recently. We did. We got. Also, we have one from an We have one. Yeah, one of them wanted to join for another one of the requests. So we'll let. But uh, Lord Reverend D, a friend of the pod, asked us to do Final Fantasy Seven Advent Children. So, why about we do that one? We got time. Yeah. After the top 10. After top 10. Okay.
0: Yeah, we can do it after children. Uh, I've already seen it, but I there's a lot of movies that we've done in the podcast that I've already seen, so. Yeah.
2: All right. <sighs> if this episode goes longer, we can just call it the Snyder Cut. All right. <laughs> Snyder <laughs>
0: Cut podcast reshoot. Yeah. Snyder, Hashtag
1: reshoot. reshoot cut. Reshoot yeah. cut. If, right. if if the social post for this episode gets 10 likes, I'll post the reshoot cut. <laughs> Just
2: I can actually add- a, I, can, I can actually- No, no, I got an idea for the reshoot hmm. cut. Alright, I'll talk to hell afterwards. Okay, goodbye everyone.
1: Goodbye. Goodbye. Today's film was Rebel Moon, directed by Zack Snyder. The screenplay was written by Zack Snyder, Kurt Johnstad, and Shay Hatton. Zack Snyder was also the cinematographer. Now, even though we don't necessarily like this movie, we do hope you go show some love to their various social media accounts. They did make a movie, which is more than we can say here. Now, our next episode will be our top tens of 2023. Place your bets on what might happen. My money is that Hector and Ed are going to gang up on me for uh, some of my hot takes. Goodbye.